0: This podcast aims to provide a general overview of how to resolve home alone issues in dogs safely and ethically. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed are my own or those of my guest. While the information shared on this podcast is sourced from the field of learning theory, it does not necessarily represent best practices for you or your individual dog. All individuals, including dogs, are a study of one and should be treated as such. Sharing your life with a dog who suffers from separation anxiety isn't easy. Your neighbors complain about the incessant barking. Your house gets destroyed when you're away. You come home to find your beloved companion clearly in a state of panic. Maybe your dog has even injured themselves during periods of being left alone. Separation anxiety is a heartbreaking behavior challenge that can be really tricky to resolve. There's so much conflicting and even harmful information out there it can be a really overwhelming topic to navigate. Welcome to the Believe in Your Dog podcast, where you'll be able to find the most up-to-date and factual information about separation anxiety. I'm Jackie, a certified separation anxiety trainer, an advocate for dogs, and the creator of believeinyourdog.com. I'm here to help you decode separation anxiety so that you can increase your dog's welfare, quality of life, and gain back your freedom and peace of mind In each episode, I'll take you on a separation anxiety deep dive so that you can gain the confidence needed to help your dog feel safe when left home alone. In today's episode, we are gonna be talking all about what separation anxiety is. What do we mean when we say it? What is isolation distress? What is FOMO? Are all these labels even important? The most important thing is that we are all on the same page and speaking the same language as we move forward through this podcast. And that's why we're talking about this so early on. So let's all get on the same page. What do we mean when we say separation anxiety? Turns out it's a little bit confusing and it depends on who you're talking to. One thing you're gonna hear time and time again on this podcast is the answer, it depends. That can be a bit annoying because it doesn't really answer your question, right? My goal is to dig a bit deeper into it depends and discuss the variables that go into finding a clear answer. So let's lay a terminology foundation and then we're going to totally shake that foundation up because it depends. One, a dog with true clinical separation anxiety is attached to one key figure. They experience distress when that key figure is absent, whether another human is present with them or not. Number two, true clinical separation anxiety can only be diagnosed by a veterinarian or a veterinary behaviorist. Three, by contrast, we have isolation distress. Dogs with isolation distress are not attached to any particular person, They can typically be left with a variety of humans without experiencing worry or upset. Usually, any warm body will do. Isolation distress is more common than clinical separation anxiety. With both isolation distress and separation anxiety, the upset behavior is usually continuous and cyclical. When I say continuous and cyclical, I mean that the behavior continues for the majority or entirety of the absence. So a dog who whines for a few minutes after you walk out the door and then snoozes on the sofa for the rest of the departure wouldn't fall into either of these categories. We'd likely take a very different approach to that situation and we'll talk about this more in later episodes. So with this foundation in place, why is the answer still, it depends? Let's dive deeper. When most people say separation anxiety, they're using it as an umbrella term to describe a variety of undesirable behaviors that dogs exhibit when left home alone. That can be upset behaviors or non-upset behaviors. It can be continuous or intermittent. So generally speaking, when you hear the words separation anxiety, you can almost be sure that the speaker is referring to a dog who is barking, whining, howling, destroying things, eliminating, etc. when left home alone. Caveat: many dogs bark, whine, howl, and or destroy things when left home alone, but are not actually suffering from separation anxiety or isolation distress. It could be boredom. It could be noise related. It could be that your dog is simply having a party while you're gone. Super fun things for dogs like raiding the trash and chewing the furniture carries fewer consequences when the humans aren't home. We wouldn't treat this the same way we'd treat a dog who is experiencing continuous and cyclical distress during absences. There's a catch-all term that is my preferred label, and that is separation-related problem behaviors, or SRPBs, or just SRBs doesn't really roll off the tongue. When I use this term, I'm referring to a dog who experiences continuous and cyclical distress when someone leaves. Whether that is one key figure leaving them with another human or the dog is left at home all by themselves. Even though in an ideal world, SRBs is my preferred label, I still fall back on the term separation anxiety 99% of the time it's sort of like how we use the word Kleenex when referring to all tissue paper. Not all tissue paper is the Kleenex brand, yet we keep calling all tissue paper Kleenex. So when you're listening to this podcast or reading my social media posts or my website, you're primarily going to hear me using the following terms. Separation anxiety, home alone issues, separation-related behaviors, or separation-related problem behaviors. And when I use those terms, I'm usually talking about the same thing across the board. The dog is distressed when separated from one key figure, or the dog is distressed when left home all alone. And they are unable to recover from the distress until they are no longer alone. In a future episode, we are absolutely going to dive deep into what I mean by distressed or upset. A dog who is barking at passersby or getting into the trash for fun is often not a dog who is distressed or upset. And you'll hear this all the time, right? My dog has separation anxiety, when in reality, the dog is having a party or barking at package delivery when the guardian is absent. So why worry about the distinction between separation anxiety and isolation distress at all? Isn't it just another layer of labels that limits our ability to implement a behavior change plan? Well, the main reason is that categorizing your dog's behavior really facilitates efficiency in our training and management plan. Management or suspending absences can be much more challenging for dogs with clinical separation anxiety Understanding this from the beginning and setting your expectations accordingly is key. There's one more label or categorization that I want to talk about today, and that is FOMO, or fear of missing out. FOMO is a label that I feel is often used to sort of downplay the distress a dog is experiencing when left alone. While I don't think that that is the intention to dismiss the dog's feelings, it kind of comes across that way, right? I think maybe there's the assumption that if it's FOMO, it'll be faster to resolve, which is possible. Or if it's FOMO, we might say, oh, he's just frustrated, or we might be tempted to use the cry it out method. More on this in a later episode, but for now, just don't do it, trust me. Whether you think your dog has FOMO, clinical separation anxiety, or isolation distress, it's important that you understand that this is a welfare issue. This is a quality of life concern, not only for your dog, but also for you and your family. We know that chronic stress can wreak havoc on the body and the mind of humans, but this is also true for our dogs. We need to do something about this. So why does any of this happen for our canine companions? Truthfully, we don't know what causes separation anxiety in dogs, but there are a few common correlations. Major life change or traumatic event, like death of a family member, death of a pet, major change in schedule, hello, COVID, lack of experience with alone time, genetic predisposition, medical complications or untreated pain, multiple rehomings, and just plain old learning history. And let's not forget that dogs are naturally social animals. It is totally normal for them to not love being alone. According to certified professional dog trainer and behavior consultant, Pat Miller, in her article, Canine Separation Anxiety from the Whole Dog Journal, quote, It's natural for young males to experience anxiety when separated from their mothers and siblings. It's an adaptive survival mechanism. A pup who gets separated from his family cries in distress, enabling mom to easily find him and rescue him." End quote. Pretty cool perspective, right? It's literally adaptive for dogs to wanna be with us. So I'm not gonna spend a lot of time theorizing about why some dogs develop separation anxiety and why some dogs don't. While I think it's a really important and interesting question, and I would love to have the answer, the fact is that we just don't know. And the good news is that we don't need to know what caused it in order to resolve it. What a relief. So when I'm taking on a new client, what's my biggest question? It's not, does this dog have FOMO? It's not, what caused this dog's inability to stay home comfortably? The question I need to answer is, will this dog benefit from absence suspension and a gradual exposure training protocol. So how do we find the answer to that question? Join me in our next episode, where I'm going to help you determine whether or not separation anxiety management and training is right for your individual dog. I'll chat with special guest Melina Martini all about how to run an assessment, and we'll dig deep into what upset looks like in dogs. Be sure to check out the show notes for further information and resources on the topics we discussed today. If you have any questions or comments or feedback related to this episode, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me via email at believeinyourdog@gmail.com. at gmail.com. To learn more about separation anxiety, visit my website, believeinyourdog.com. You can also check out success stories and trainer tips on Instagram and Facebook, user ID, Dog.